clutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph McGuire, and the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and the freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I am on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability, and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. Many women stepping into motherhood feel pressure to start buying so many things, filling their house to become a proper family home. I'm here to tell you that society's norms are not working and the 300,000 items in the average home are slowly robbing women of feeling the best they can in their homes. That figure is based off US data, but I'm sure Australia is very similar. And yes, there have been studies done that show women are more affected by clutter than men. My journey into motherhood, for the most part, came at ease. And while amazing support from those around me was a huge contributor, I don't think that I would have had the same experience if my home was not set up to support me as well. So let me share some of the reasons that make minimalism motherhood's best friend. More stuff equals more time. Everything you own takes up a little bit of your time by owning it. Some things we own take up a lot of time, like the dishes, for example. We spend a while each day washing them and putting them away. Others take up only a few seconds once in a while, like objects we don't really use but touch to move out of the way when we're searching for other items. Most individual items are not robbing us of valuable time, but when there's hundreds or thousands of items we don't really need in our home, a few seconds here and there over and over again through your day really do add up. With minimalism, mums free up so much of their time that they would have spent with lots of stuff and can focus a little more on being present. Clutter clouds our thinking. Everything we see in our vision takes up a small amount of mental processing. You know the feeling of freedom when you walk into a hotel room and it's all clean and clutter-free? Compare that to the feeling of when you come home to a mess and have dozens or hundreds of items in view. Clutter is mostly items that don't have a home, we can't decide if we even want it, or there's really not much intentionality behind it. Clutter is basically like seeing a bunch of decisions that need to be made when you see an excess of unorganized stuff. Intentionality makes prioritizing easier. Minimalism is all about getting intentional with our space, time, money, attention, and ecological impact, only allowing what actually serves us into our lives. A minimalist mindset fine-tunes your prioritizing skills, and that is so helpful for being a mum with all of the many things that we need to do in a day and trying to make it all work. For myself, Minimalism has been a major game changer in being able to see what is really important and let go of what doesn't matter. This skill helps me so much in managing all the different hats I wear while being a mother. 
With minimalism, the focus is on joy. Just to get on the same page, I'm pretty sure that you're probably aware minimalism is not the pursuit of a bare minimum amount of stuff, but focusing on only owning stuff that brings joy. When you set up and maintain a home with a focus on joy and the removal of what doesn't bring us joy, the way you feel inside will be amazing. When you look around and love everything that you see, your mood is lifted to one of joy and your whole day in that house becomes positively affected. A mum who lives in a house like I'm describing is setting herself up for a happier motherhood. So that's why minimalism is motherhood's best friend. We need to simplify. But the process of getting there takes some decluttering of what doesn't serve you. And decluttering takes time, right? But what mums have ample amounts of spare time to burn, right? Being responsible for another human or multiple humans up to 24 hours a day can make it really hard to go through and declutter your life. I'm going to spend the remaining portion of this episode giving you tips on decluttering when you have kids. First tip is to understand what you'll gain by letting go. Before trying to declutter, especially with how hard it can be getting it done with a baby or kids, you need to get clear on your why. You need to know that by letting go of all that doesn't serve you, that your life will be filled with so much more joy. Almost every task in your home will be simplified and take less time and less mental processing. Decluttering will make your home feel so supportive instead of feeling like you're in an endless battle to support it. You're able to sit in your home and be surrounded by only the items that you love. You just have to go through a big process to get there. If you can, get help. I'm not going to pretend that it's easy to do a huge declutter and transition to a simpler life while you're looking after a baby or kids. But I will tell you that after a huge declutter and transition to a simpler life, your life looking after a baby or kids will become so much easier. If you have people that you can reach out to for help, please do. Whether it's having your partner, friend or a family member be with your little one while you smash out an hour or two of sorting, Especially if you're a new mum, there are likely people in your life that are happy and willing to help you transition into motherhood and this is one of the best ways they can assist. Maybe send a message saying something like, over the next few weeks I will be doing my best to go through my house and simplify, simplify, simplify. Since becoming a mother I've realised what's really important to me and how much all the clutter in my home is making my job as a mum more difficult. If you have some free time for an hour or two for baby cuddles while I smash out sorting out all my crap, that would really help me get it all done quicker. I know if I personally got a message like that from a new mum, I would be raising my hand as quick as I could to offer help to help them get their crap sorted. But even if someone doesn't really understand what the big deal is about clutter, if they want to support you, then they will probably do what you are saying would support you best. If you have bigger kids, maybe plan a play date where there's another trusted adult doing the supervising while you declutter for a couple of hours. That's a great opportunity to get some done. And if you have like much bigger kids that don't need supervising, then maybe they can even help or help by staying out of your way. And I want to talk about paid help. The process of decluttering your house won't take forever. 
If you're in a stable financial position, you could temporarily hire a babysitter for a couple of sessions a week while you declutter. If money is tight, you could even hire a child to play with your little one in your home. So maybe like a 10-year-old cousin that is way too young to fully babysit, but is totally capable of playing with your kid for a couple of hours while you do some sorting. And then there's the option of getting paid help to help you actually declutter from a professional organizer. I offer these kinds of services in Brisbane if you're local, but if you're not, then there's usually at least a handful of professional organizers in every city that you can find. And earlier, I did brush over getting your partner to help if you have one. But I want to stress that again, if you have a partner, communicate openly with them why you want to get your house simplified and serving you and ask them to do what they can to help support that. Whether that's actually decluttering with you, taking over some of the decluttering for you, looking after the kids or supporting tasks around the project like doing donation runs to the op shop. It's really important that you have a method. What you don't want to do is be endlessly decluttering because there was no method to your madness or getting super overwhelmed during the process and ending up with a mountain of stuff that you don't want anymore in piles around your house that you don't know what to do with. Work with checklists and have a plan and know where you want to send your stuff after you decide to let it go. If you're interested in taking decluttering on as a big project where you complete your entire house and revolutionize the way that you live in your home, definitely sign up to the waitlist for Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy. It's a program that I'm releasing soon and has dozens of lessons that will walk you through each step in every room, taking the overwhelm out of the process. Back to tips on decluttering as a mum. Get clever on making use of your time. If you're dedicated to this process, you can find time to declutter many times throughout the day. You can use nap time, time your partner or someone else is holding or with your child, time your kid or baby is distracted for 10 minutes with toys or under the play gym, or while your kids are watching their favorite TV show. Make decluttering a priority and you can get creative with how to occupy your little ones with an activity while you multitask. If you learn this productivity skill and you implement it through the whole simplifying process, after you simplify, you will have way more times on your hands anyway and be able to use it more effectively too. You'll want to complete whole categories, even if it's not in one go. We all know that when you have kids, completing tasks in one go is not always possible with the interruptions of a needy but adorable human. When you tidy, your space can get messier in the sorting process because you got interrupted in every area you started decluttering. Work on one category at a time. If you are cleaning out your linen closet, finish it completely before moving on to the next cupboard. That way, when you get 10 minutes of productivity time here and there, you can keep going back to the one area you're tidying until it's done. And go easy on yourself. The reason you wanted to declutter in the first place was to make things easier for yourself. So don't be hard on yourself for not being as successful as you intended. You're doing one of the most important jobs in the world, caring for the next generation in the most dependent period of their life. 
If you really want to declutter, it will get done when your time and energy allows it. I hope these tips help you if you're interested in decluttering. If you're just tipping your toes in the world of minimalism and sustainability, I have created a mini course that would be perfect for you. And in my podcast outro, I talk more about it. So don't exit this episode yet. Keep listening till the end to hear all about it. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll be back here next week with another episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast today. I just wanted to let you know that I've been working on something pretty exciting. It's a minimalism mini course, perfect for anyone wanting to live more simply and sustainably and further align their actions with their values. It helps you get clear on what your personal values actually are, how minimalism can help you align with them better. We get into a bit of decluttering and you'll make a shift in your awareness of the sustainability of everything that comes into your house and leaves your house. It only takes about two hours to go through the program and can be completed in the spare time over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. If you buy access to the mini course, I'll be making a donation to Eden Reforestation Projects to plant 11 trees. The best part of the program is that it only costs $11.11. If you want to get access now, you can head to my website, sortitoutsustainably.com and click mini course from the menu bar. I really appreciate you lending me your ears for the whole podcast episode today. I hope you take everything you believe will serve you from my episodes and use it to make your life simpler, more sustainable and more joyful. 